On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills, then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. A one, two, three, four. Thanks for listening to this podcast produced by Diddy TV, your source for all things Americana and Roots music. Visit DiddyTV.com for more exclusive, on-demand content or download the official Diddy TV app from your app store today. Hi, folks. I'm Amy Wright, and I'm excited to share a recent conversation that I had with Americana music legend Ray Wiley Hubbard. It was such a treat getting to hear from this rather mystical Texas songwriter and to pick his brain for a little while. His new album, co-starring, is in stores now and features an all-star list of collaborators, including Ringo Starr, Joe Walsh, Chris Robinson, and Pam Tillis, amongst many others. Thus the name of the album, co-starring. Grab your copy soon, but for now, I hope you enjoy this conversation with Ray Wiley Hubbard. Ray Wiley Hubbard is our guest today. You saw him formerly on the Diddy TV concert series. For those of you who don't know Ray, he's a native Oklahoman. Poet, musician, and songwriter, Texas Heritage Songwriter Hall of Famer, and an all-round great guy who has written for or had his music covered by so many other amazing artists. He's back with us to talk about his latest album project, aptly named Co-Starring. Ray, great to have you back. Thank you very much. What a nice introduction. I can hardly wait to hear what I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Howard Judy... Lucas and Corey, how's everyone doing with this whole thing? Everybody's really doing well. It's just very, very wacky and strange, you know, but we're uh, holed yeah. up. We're abiding by uh, what we're supposed to be doing with wearing masks yeah. and quarantine when we're supposed to. And it's uh, definitely, uh, uh, like I said, it's, it's difficult, but, we can, but I still find things to be grateful for, you know, and that, uh, that kind of keeps, uh, keeps me going. Let's talk a little bit about the new album, Co-Starring, and what a cast that you put together. Ringo Starr, Chris Robinson, Joe Walsh, Pam Tillis, Aaron Lee Tashian, Don Waz, Donnie Dunn, Paul, Ronnie Dunn, excuse me, Paula Nelson, Elizabeth Cook, Tyler Bryant, and The Shakedown, The Cadillac Three, Ashley McBride, Peter Rowan, and Larkin Poe. Did I get them all? That's it. Yeah, that's it. It's, uh, it was, uh, it's, it wasn't a, a uh, something that I plan to do, like say, I'm going to make a record and call up these people and see if they'll be on it. It just kind of, uh, just kind of fell into place. Uh, I'd opened some shows for Cadillac Three, and I had this song Fast Left Hand, so I said, "Hey, you guys want to go in and track it?" So we went in and they did that track, and then kind of the same thing happened with Tyler Bryant. Uh, we went down in his basement and cut rock. And then through him, I met Larkin Poe, and so I sent it to Tyler, and I said, man, ask Rebecca and uh, Megan to play on this and sing on it. So it just kind of happened each, you know, like I said, it wasn't something I planned. All of a sudden, I just had all these tracks with uh, 
you know, friends of mine and musicians that I've, that I've known for a while. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, when you read the list there, it sounded very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impressive. I was wondering how you actually chose the, the artists to collaborate with. And so you're, you're basically saying that it was rolling out, um, Song by song, or yeah, how did that exactly? Pretty much, it's like well, with the Ringo track, it was. I've known Ringo for about about almost ten years. He's just always been really gracious and fun, you know. And he's a Beatle, you know. I'm like, you know. <laughs> and so, uh, Judy and I were in Santa Fe about two years ago at the and the All Stars were playing at the Opera House. And so we were backstage just talking. He said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm making a record." He said, "Well, if you need a drummer, let me know." And I was just kind of. You know, that's, that's what I not would just do. a drummer, Ringo Starr. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, you know, that's what I would do to say to say just to get rid of people. <laughs> you know, and uh, but I wrote the song uh, "Bad Trick" with Judy, and then uh, so I just put it on a guitar. So I sent it to a fellow named Brent Carpenter who does all of his videos, and I, and he I, he played it for Ringo, and all of a sudden I got this text said, "Be in L.A." This was about a year and a half ago. Be in LA next Tuesday at two o'clock, so I played drums on the track. So I flew out there and went to his studio at his house and he played drums on Bad Trick and I went, whoa. And then he said, who are you gonna get to play bass? And I said, I don't really know. And he said, how about Don Was? And I said, well, I don't really know him. He said, I'll ask him. He said, who's gonna play guitar? And I said, uh, and he said, how about my brother-in-law? And I went, Joe Walsh? And he goes, yeah. So I said, yeah, sure. So Ringo, you know, just being, unbelievably nice uh actually got don and joe to play on the track and then you know, i've known chris for a while so I called chris up and i said you want to do a song with the beetle and eagle and was and uh he said yeah and so uh, that's how that track came together and so each track just each song kind of dictated uh who i'd like to you know have play on it so like i say it just kind of happened well, I saw the video of the of you guys in the room together, and it looked like uh, you were genuinely having fun. Well, you, you, uh, Ringo does that to you. He just he puts you so at ease, you know, and he's just fun, and he's he's you know witty and sharp, and so gracious, you know. And he's doing all that, but somewhere back over here in your head, even when he's doing all that, you're going, "Well, that's that's a beetle," <laughs> you know. No matter what's going on, you're going, "That's a beetle." And uh, so we did there at his, at his house, and uh, he was just, uh, like I say, fun, and, and we did have a good time. I mean, it, it was a thrill. How did you guys originally meet? You said 10 years ago, but... Well, um, some I guess about 10 years ago, someone texted me and said, Ringo's talking about you on his website. So I go to his website, and he's going, this is who I'm listening to. George Martin sent me some mono Beatles stuff. Bob Dylan has a new record out, and Ray Wiley Hubbard, Texas fellas, Snake Farm. Woo! I went, wow, how, you know, I didn't even, how wow was that? So Rick Richards and I, my drummer, we were playing at Santa Monica at the at McCabe's, and all of a sudden this guy comes up and says, my name is Brent Carpenter, and I do all the videos for Ringo Starr, and I'm, I'm the one that burned him a CD of Snake Farm. I said, you didn't even buy him one? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't, <laughs> man. You were one cheap guy, and uh, and so he said Ringo's playing the Greek Theater tomorrow night and wants to meet you. So Rick and I went out there and we met Ringo, and he was just so gracious and fun. And and then he looked at me and said, "When I do my encore, uh, with a little help from my friends, come out and sing with me." And I went, you know, not thinking anything about it. 
And so they were filming it. Uh, Brent Carpenter was doing the video, Ringo Star Live at the Greek Theater. So we're in the little video truck watching it and we're watching the show and all of a sudden Brent goes, it's time for you to leave. And I go, well, thank you so much. We've had such a great time. And he goes, no, it's time for you to go on stage. And I said, I thought he was just kind of kidding. He says, no. So I went out there, stood by the stage, and all of a sudden Ringo did his last song, came running off, and then came running back out. And I ran back out with him to do the encore with help from my friends, which was a thrill. And uh, so that's how we, how we originally met. And then through the years, we've just kind of kept in touch. And uh, he's been, like I say, gracious and fun and uh, way beyond nice. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Well, I was trying to picture all you guys uh, recording the song in the room together. And then I was thinking, did they go out and grab a cup of coffee afterwards or what happened next? Well, well now here's, here's the little trick about that. Ringo and I were together doing that video. Uh, Joe and Don and, and Chris, they weren't there at that time. Uh, Brett Carpenter put that together. He went to Joe's and got video of him playing and then, and Don was playing and then, and then Chris did his video at some, I think, rock club in Dusseldorf or something. I don't know where he was. I said, will you, will you send me an iPhone video of you singing this? And so then Brent put it together. So uh, I, was in the, I was there with Ringo doing the video there, but then Joe and um, Don were in different places. So it, but it looks like we're all together. I mean, that they played on the record. So, Well, where did you record um, the album? Was it... Uh, in a studio, or where did you? Well, I recorded my guitar part and vocal at the Zone there in Dripping Springs, and we, you know, sent it to Ring- Ringo. Did his uh, uh, drum track there at his studio at his house in L.A., and then Joe did his at his studio, and Don did his at his studio, and then, like I say, Chris, I don't know where he did his. He may not want people to know where he did it, and uh, and so then, but the rest of the record. Uh, I did some there at the Zone, and like a, uh, with Hummingbird, we did that at the Zone, and we sent it to Peter Rowan and uh, up near San Francisco to do his track. And then um, Pam Tillis, the same thing. We cut the track in at the Zone and then sent it to hers. And then, but then I was actually in in the studio with uh, Cadillac Three and uh, Tyler Bryant and Aaron Lee Tashin when we did our tracks. So it was just kind of all happened well given the logistics how long did it take to actually cut the album then it probably was about not that long i would probably say about six seven months really since i just kind of started doing it you know and then it just kind of fell into place so probably about six months to get everybody there and then a little time to uh mix it and then you know we uh we were with Big Machine, which of course is a major label. So then we had to uh, file everything with the union and get legal. Because <laughs> I just called these guys up and said, hey man, you want a track? And I go, yeah, sure. You know, we didn't think anything about um, paying them. 
<laughs> so we had to go back and get everything legal on that. And that was a mess for Judy and, you know, and, and getting it all righteous and getting releases from everybody because got to get the attorneys involved. <laughs> yeah. It was just that way because we, we just, right. we just, uh, you know, like I say, I just caught, you know, uh, these guys just did it, you know, and, and, and I, um, you know, I didn't pay them <laughs> till later. <laughs> Did you write all the songs before uh, the, before you had the artists in mind, or was there any collaboration from these artists on the songwriting part of this? Well, we did uh, R.O.C.K. with Tyler Bryant. I'd met Tyler, uh, and we just kind of hit it off actually through Twitter. And then uh, I was in Nashville. And we just went down in this basement. And we just wrote rock and just and just did it, you know. And then uh, what other? Oh, and then the Ronnie Dunn thing. I'm gonna drink till I see double. Um, it just one of my favorites, by the way. I love that song. <laughs> well, it, it's it's one of the, I haven't written a country song in a long time. I guess about I haven't put a, a steel guitar on a song in probably 20 years because I kind of got into the you know, dead thumb groove and all that stuff. But I met with Ronnie and for some reason I just had that line, I can see you are a woman of taste by your Reba McIntyre tattoo. And that just, you know, it still breaks me up. <laughs> you know, you see a woman, you go, oh, you got some taste because it's, but she has a tattoo, but it's Reba. So we got together and wrote that and, uh, you know, just uh, communicated through, uh, you know, uh, email and everything to get the lyrics together. So, and I, I don't know if there's if there's anything, I don't know if there's another co-write on there or not. I've, I've forgotten. Um, I think I think I wrote all the rest of them. I love your choice of Larkin Poe for Rattlesnake. Yeah, that was a you know one of my favorite songs of all time was Rattlesnake Shake by Peter Green from Fleetwood Mac. You know, but the old Fleetwood Mac. And I just love that. And I came across with the idea of this, you know, musician, a young guy in a band, and he's playing that song. And this woman who is like empowered, has no fear, very self-assured, would just come up and say, hey, let's go outside, you know. And, and so when that kind of came together, I, I said, who would that work for? And then I went, ah, Rebecca singing on it. And then Megan playing your old Rick and Backer laps, uh, slide. And so that just really, each song kind of dictated who was to, to, to be on it. Does that make sense in a way? Like with, with It the, does. It does. I was listening to the album and I thought, did you handpick the artist for the song? Because okay. it seemed so uh, like they were meant for that particular song. Well, that yeah, you're right there because it, it's like each song kind of, like with, hum, with Hummingbird. I was sitting there, my son... Lucas was working for Gibson. He gave me a Gibson Hummingbird. So I'm sitting on our couch there in Wimberley, and all of a sudden I look out there, and Judy has a hummingbird feeder, and there are all these hummingbirds flying around, and all of a sudden it's like the muse or something says, I can't be any more obvious than this. Write this. And so I wrote Hummingbird, and then uh, I said, Peter Rowan, you know? I mean, just to have that cool acoustic bluegrassy vibe to it. And so you're right, each song kind of dictated who would uh, be, like Mississippi John Hurt, I wrote that, and I said, boy, I just need a angel to sing on this, an angelic voice, and Pam Tillis. So you're right, each song kind of told me 
who to ask to be on it. You know, the other song that I really uh, love was Out- Outlaw Blood uh, featuring yeah. Ashley McBride. I love the line. Her guitar, her favorite guitar player was Steve Cropper, says her godfather was Dennis Hopper. <laughs> what exactly yeah. does that mean? It yeah, rhymes really I'm, great, but it's such a great line. I used to know a girl up in uh, Taos who said her, her godfather was Dennis Hopper, and that just kind of popped in there. When, you know, when I'm kind of writing this song about this woman, you know, I, I really, uh, I guess I'm a feminist because I just love women who are empowered and self-assured and just, you know, badass, cool, rocking. And um, so I just, I was, I'm thinking of this woman, well, you know, who, who who would be her favorite guitar player? Steve Cropper, of course. I mean, there's no choice. I'd do just a woman. Yeah, Steve Cropper. And then the line, you know, with Dennis Hopper, so that felt. And then when that song was done, there was no one to do it but Ashley McBride, you know, because she has the outlaw blood. And so uh, that was just so obvious that she was so gracious and, uh, you know, nice to do it. But yeah, so it, it each song, you know, kind of told me who should be on it. Is there anyone out there that would be on your wish list to collaborate with outside the folks that you you had on this album? Oh, hang on, I'm getting <laughs> getting some advice from management here. <laughs> 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 who who that should be? Ah. Uh, I don't know. I feel very fortunate to have, uh, you know, like I say, the Tell the Devil. I had Eric Church and uh, Lucinda on that. And I've, I've had, uh, so I've, I've been very, very fortunate uh, to work with, people ask me, say, well, who, who, who do you listen to? And I say, well, I actually listen to friends of mine and, and musicians that I know, you know, with Hayes and McMurtry and Garth Morlicks and, uh, you know, just... Uh, all these cats and so I'm trying to think of her um, like I say I've, I'm pretty happy with the arsenal of people that I've worked with it's an amazing arsenal yeah, well well, I, I'm, I'm sure you know there's so many out there that I, I just can't pick one that I would really want to collaborate with because I'd I'd hurt the feelings of everybody else <laughs> <laughs> Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now I gotta borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Well, not only do you collaborate, but of course, because you're such a talented songwriter, uh, folks are out there covering your songs. And so there's just an unlimited catalog of people who've covered Ray Wiley Hubbard tunes. Um, So when you were putting this album together, is there sort of a memorable moment or a story that came out of the recording process or the collaboration process that you can share with us that you, that you would like to share? Well, obviously one of the, you know, the, the thing with Ringo, that's just a high point of, uh, of, you know, I mean, uh, being in high school and seeing the Beatles on Ed Sullivan and then, you know, gosh, was it 50 years later, I've got a song, you know, with 
Ringo and, and, and hanging with him was just great. But hanging with each of these people, like with Aaron Lee Tash and we went in the studio with his guys at, with, uh, rock gods. And he just, he was just perfect for that song. Cause he's, he's kind of got that Tom Petty young rock vibe about him. And, uh, and then, like I say, working with Tyler Bryant in his basement, we were crammed in there in the, a basement about the size of a Buick, you know, <laughs> it was just, and we're, and we're doing rock. And it, and that was just exciting because it was just like one take. I just had the lyrics there. They just started us singing. It was done. And, uh, you know, and so each, uh, I don't know if, if there, I couldn't pick just one high point because all of them were very, very special to me. It seems like collaborations are, you always have those magical moments. And I was thinking as I was listening to this album, how great it must have been because every song is different. I'm sure every relationship with the other artists was different, but it must have been just a ton of fun to put together. It really was, especially like when it came time to, to, to mix them, you know, because all of a sudden we, I got in there with Pat Mansky there at the zone and we had, you know, all of a sudden we, a beetle, an eagle, a crow, and a was not was, and Aaron Lee, and Pam Tillis, and Ronnie Dunn, and Larkin Poe, and so it was just, you know, mixing it was just a, ah, it, it was, it was a kick, and uh, yeah, to answer your question, it it, it really was um, uh, uh, something I, you know, I take a lot of pride and be very proud of that it all came together, because a lot of things I've done in the past have fallen apart. <laughs> <laughs> It is an amazing album. I've had it on, had it rolling, and I think everyone needs to add it to their collection of music. You're an amazing artist, Ray. I really appreciate the fact that you came back to join us uh, at Diddy, and uh, we wish you the best. Let's keep in touch, and hopefully we see you in person at some point. Well, soon. you're more than welcome. Like I say, Diddy TV is it means it means a lot to me. Like I say, I've, I've done some TV like Fallon and Letterman, and those are really cool. But Diddy TV. We came there, and man, the sound, if you listen to the Diddy TV thing on sound, on headphones, your guys got it down, you know, and so it was such a uh, a thrill to really to be, a, to be a part of it, and I really appreciate you guys a lot. Thank you so much, Ray. We appreciate you as well. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You bet. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Ray Wiley Hubbard. Be sure to listen to other Diddy TV podcasts for more of the leaders and legends in the Americana and Roots music scene. And don't forget to visit DiddyTV.com for more exclusive on-demand content and to download the official Diddy TV app from your app store today. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? It's not just a bike. Peloton makes treadmills, too. Eh, all treadmills are the same. Our treadmills can adjust speed and incline automatically, so you never break your stride. Whether you're squeezing in a power walk or training for a marathon, Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Tread risk-free with the 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you can find options that fit your budget. Because giving you options is the right thing to do. Oh, yeah, like when I hold the door for someone. Sure, it may be weird if I don't time it right, and they're a little too far away, and oh, now they're running. And we're both asking ourselves, is it worth it to run instead of just, you know, letting them open their own door? But still, it's the right thing to do. So get options based on your needs with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. 
What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.